0: Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. One of the really fun things that I get to do in this business is I get to talk to people on the phone. And when I get people on the phone and we are chatting, I like to really ask a lot of questions about how are things going in your mom life? What's going on right now? What led you to get on this call with me? And I wanted to talk today about a recent call I had and the things that this woman that I was talking to um, shared with me because as she was going over her situation, I think that you'll see a lot of similarities with your own life. The things that she talked about are pretty common to what I hear with moms, and so I wanna go over, I'll just kind of list out the things that she told me, and then we're gonna go over each one and talk about the solution. Now, as I've been able to work with this particular individual, this woman, We have uncovered a lot of the reasons why some of these things are happening and also some of the ways to prevent them, to make them better, to just make what she's going through a little bit simpler. And so that is my hope for you as you listen today. First, as I go through this list, listen to it and see if you resonate with any of these. So as we were on the phone, she told me that in the morning she wakes up when her kids wake up. So they come and they wake her up. And she said mornings are a little bit chaotic. Um, Then she said that she knows self-care is really important. It matters to her a lot, but it's not happening. So that's number two, self-care matters, but it's not happening. Number three, she told me that time is her biggest pain point, feeling like she just doesn't have enough time. Time is a frustration and it's a big pain point for her. Number four, her energy is low later in the day. So she kind of knows her own um, energy levels, like when she has more energy, when she has less, and she knows that by the time evening rolls around, she does not have a lot left to give. Number five, she feels a lot of extra stress during bedtime. Number six, her to-do list is not getting done, and so because of that, it's a source of stress. Number seven, she feels a lot of guilt in her mom life. And finally, number eight, she wants to feel more in flow and more rhythm. So I want you to ponder for a second, do any of those resonate with you? Did any of those sound like, yeah, that's something I could have said, that sounds like something that's going on right now for me? If so, then this next part is hopefully gonna be really helpful. We're gonna talk about what needs to shift in order to make those a little bit better so whenever i'm talking to someone on the phone and they come for a discovery call and we're having this conversation we're always saying what do things look like now and what do you want them to look like so let's talk about number one she said she wakes up with her kids if you've been here for any time at all, you probably know what I'm going to say. Morning routine, right? It is so important to wake up before your kids. Now, this woman said that the reason she wasn't waking up before her kids was because she really likes that snuggle time in the morning. And so we talked about what are some other ways that you could have that or you know, make that work. And so I want to brainstorm those with you because maybe you have the same thing. Maybe you're not waking up with your kids or, before your kids because you just love when they come in and snuggle you and I've got to say I love that too there are some ways to still get that a couple different ways one is that you get up before your kids you do your morning routine and then you hop in and snuggle in their bed that's a possibility or you hop back in your own bed and wait for them to come in and snuggle you. Like that could still happen after your morning routine. There is something very sweet about your littles coming in and wanting to snuggle you in the morning. And I would add that it's even more sweet when you have gotten what you need first in the morning and you are just there to snuggle. Because when you start your morning with kid in the bed, Um, and that is the first thing that you've done in the morning, often you're kind of groggy. You might want to go back to sleep. Maybe they're getting you up earlier than you had intended or whatever, and it's not always, always pleasant or you're hoping they'll go back to sleep. There's a lot of things going on there. If you have intentionally woken up before, you're able to get things together, come back and have that snuggle time if that's important to you without the added chaos that she mentioned because she said her mornings were a little chaotic. They're going to be a little chaotic if you are waiting until they get up because immediately when your kids wake up, they have needs, right? They need you to feed them. They need you to do, you know, help with their clothes or their hair or whatever's going on for the day. They need Things done and so you're immediately going to start with taking care of their needs and I want that for your kids we want to be good mamas right we want to take care of what they need but we want to do it from a place that doesn't feel like chaos and that can come very easily by getting up just a little bit earlier and we'll talk about this next in in number two so number two she said that self-care matters but it's not happening Do you know that one too? Does that feel really uh, relevant to you? I think that a lot of people are in that same boat. You know it matters. You know it's a big deal to take care of yourself, but where do you fit it in when you've got these kids and you've got maybe this you know side hustle that you're doing and you've got volunteer work and you've got all the things, how can you possibly fit in self-care? Well, I believe that the very best place to fit in self-care in your day is in that time before your kids wake up. That doesn't mean you have to get up an hour early. Get up 10 minutes before your kids usually get up. Get up just a little bit early and do something for you. Maybe the thing that you do is to get up and do a little bit of yoga. Maybe you get up and you read your scriptures and you drink some water. Whatever really is going to put you in a place that you're like, yes, I did something for me. I started with self-care. So it might not be Anything like what I've just mentioned it might be something totally different for you but what is that thing I know for me when I first started having a morning routine uh, 12 years or so ago um the thing that I did was yoga but I didn't realize until a couple years later that the thing that I needed was alone time I needed to have alone time and it can be hard because we want to stay in bed but just without sacrificing a lot of sleep, getting up just a little bit earlier to get that thing that you need is going to make such a huge difference. So if self-care matters but it's not happening, the question I want you to ask yourself is this, how can I simplify self-care? How can I take this thing that I know matters and make it really small, make it really simple so that I can do it every single day? So in one and two in my mind go together. Wake up before your kids and then simplify your self-care. So number three, she told me that time, she feels so frustrated about time and time is her biggest pain point. To that, I would say, if you feel you just don't have enough time, what I want you to start thinking about is how can I use small amounts of time well? Because often time is this, thing that's kind of hard to pin down. And when we have a lot of time, we sometimes waste it, right? So what I want you to think is, if I had 10 minutes today to do something, what would that 10 what would I use those 10 minutes for? If I could just put a little bit of time towards something, what would I do? Um this goes along with the next one, but I'll share it now. When I so i am am an author i've published through a publisher five books and then have written another two that i've self-published and almost ready to announce my eighth book that's coming out very shortly now um i on the children's books that i wrote so i wrote a series of four children's books And I wrote those in very, very small increments of time. I wrote those when I had a newborn baby, I had a little guy, I don't know if he was newborn, but he was small and I didn't have a lot of time to be working on these books. And so I would do that as part of my morning routine, I would spend about 10 to 15 minutes every day working on my books. And doing that, I was able to write my four children's chapter books and get those done. Now, if you're a busy mom, it's easy to tell yourself i don't have time to write a book like no way i've got so much going on well do you have 10 or 15 minutes a day of course there are 10 or 15 minutes a day that you're probably not using well right now if something matters to you if there's something you want to do figuring out where can those 10 minutes fit in my day to do this thing i really want to do and that goes along really with number four so let's go ahead and jump there this woman told me her energy is low later in the day. Now, that's something that I totally relate to. Maybe you do too, or maybe you're the opposite, right? Some of us get our energy later in the day, but I have more energy in the morning. And by the time evening rolls around, I'm tired. I don't make as good of decisions. I just want to do easy things. I just want to do things that are easy. And so one of the things that I recommend, there's a book to this effect called Eat That Frog. And one of the concepts that I teach in my coaching is to eat the frog first thing in the morning. So this comes from a quote by Mark Twain who said something like, if you have to eat a frog, the best time, it's best to do it fast and get it over with. Do it first thing in the morning and get it over with. That's not an exact quote, but something along those lines. The idea is there's this thing that you have to do, and it's probably you know something that you want to do or it leads you toward an outcome you want to have, but the frog can seem big and ugly, and the longer you procrastinate eating that frog, the bigger it's going to seem in your mind, and if you're like this woman I was talking to and like me, your desire to do it is going to go down as the day go on, goes on and your energy gets less and less. So if you have something important you want to do, it's best to do it first. Eat your frogs first thing in the morning. The way that that happens is by knowing what your frogs are, knowing what you want to do, knowing what matters to you. If you know what matters, then you can do it first. And that's what we want to do. So if your energy is waning in the day or you're find, you find yourself... um not being true to the person you decided to be in the morning, then take a hard look at what can I bust out in the morning? What can I get done in the morning? How can I eat my frogs first so that I have some success that I can ride throughout my day, rather than not getting those things done in the morning, telling yourself you'll do it later in the day, and then more often than not, not getting to it because it just you're tired and it just doesn't happen. Number five. She said there was extra stress during bedtime. I get that. Bedtime is hard. If you have little ones who don't like to stay in bed, it can be a whole process back and forth and back and forth and getting them to bed. And I do not claim to have always handled bedtime with grace. My sister has talked about mean mom comes out after 8 p.m. That's her, not me, but... But it might run in the family because sometimes that does happen at my house too. Um, I'm not always the happiest if I have to tell my kid to get in bed over and over because of what we just talked about. My energy is lower at night. I'm tired. I just want to be done. So I can't make the whole bedtime thing go away for you. But one of the things that we can do is to create better routines. So looking at bedtime and asking, okay, how can this be easy? I recently read the book Effortless by Greg McEwen, really good book, and that was one of the questions that he asked, how can this be easy? And I would also add, how can this be enjoyable? Could you add something to the bedtime routine that makes you look forward to it? Not just the fact that they're in bed and you're done for the day, but something in the actual routine that you enjoy doing. Now, you can also work that to your advantage with your kids, creating a system that they know, okay, if I do this thing that mom has asked, or if I stay in bed, then the next night mom's going to read me a story and we're going to have that snuggle time as long as I stay in bed. Creating systems that keep it easy so that you and your child want the same thing. That's just one simple example, but it's a part of a principle, the bigger principle, which is how can this be easy? To do how can this be more enjoyable how would both me and the kid i'm putting to bed have a good experience so taking a step back is key here really being intentional if you have those sticky moments in your day whether that's dinner time or bedtime or going off to school whatever it is to take a step back and come up with a plan that really works for you to relieve some of that stress so it's not this ongoing thing that you're dealing with. Number six, she said that her to-do list is not getting done. Okay, if your to-do list is not getting done, I would say that your to-do list has too many things on it. I would encourage you to have three things on your to-do list, and that is all. Now, with that being said, I have a to-do list, and I also have some other thoughts, things that I would like to do if I have time, but they aren't must-dos. I have three frogs, going back to that concept we talked earlier, that get done every single day. Those three things are the most important things I need to do for that day, and if that's all I'm able to accomplish for that day, it's enough. Simplify your to-do list. What actually needs to get done today And what can wait? If you only had the ability to do three things, what three things would you choose? Now, I would encourage you to choose the things that are going to make the biggest difference long-term. It's very tempting to want to choose the things that are urgent, that seem like, oh, they need to get done right now. Instead, what's going to matter to you that you did next year in five years? What are the things that are creating growth and creating the person that you want to be going back to that earlier example i want to be an author right i want to write books and so using uh writing a little bit of writing every day as one of my frogs means that i'm getting toward that long-term outcome that i want so number six was your to-do list is not getting done and so simplify put less on your to-do list number seven she feels a lot of guilt. This is a theme I hear over and over and over. Mom guilt is so prevalent. We feel it a lot. Mom guilt is the kind of guilt that you feel when you're doing something good and a little voice in your mind tells you that you could be doing something better. This is not the kind of guilt that says you're you're doing something bad because I believe that kind of guilt is there for a reason. That kind of guilt is there to... Um, You know, help us be better people, help us change and repent and become better. Mom guilt says you're not doing good enough. And no matter what you do, you're probably doing the wrong thing. If you feel that kind of guilt a lot, then what needs to happen is you need to take a step back again and define your own success. What is actually the thing that matters to me? And you'll see these are kind of all going hand in hand, right? If you figure out what matters to you, you narrow that down to three things you need to do that day. You do those things first. You have the energy to do whatever else is left in the day. You have then defined your own success. And when that little voice comes up in your head and tells you that you should feel guilty because you're doing a good thing and not another good thing, you can very much more easily Quiet that voice because you can say, hey, I've decided what is important here. I know what success is and I don't have to listen to you, mom guilt, because I know what matters. Define your own success. When you get very clear on what it means to you to be successful in mom life, you will be able to turn the volume way, way down on the voice of mom guilt. Number eight She said she wants to feel more in flow and more in rhythm in her life. I did a whole episode recently on margins. If you haven't listened to that, go and listen to that one. If this is something that you feel, you feel like that too, that you just want your life to be a little more in flow. I think that the answer to that is having more margins. And another way of saying having more margins is to say do less. In that episode, I talked about a book that we read for Book Club, and it was a big, fat book. It had a lot of pages, but it had very wide margins. So even though... Um, It was a lot of pages. You got to flip the pages really often. And as you flip those pages, you felt like you were accomplishing something, even though we weren't maybe reading as many words as you would on a normal page. What that did is that margin, that wide margin, gave us a sense of accomplishment. We felt like we were doing something. And that's what margins around your time will do for you. You're going to do a little bit less But you'll feel more peace you'll feel less rush and you'll feel more in flow so instead of cramming in so many things do a little bit less that will give you the flow and the rhythm that you're looking for so to finish up i'm just going to go over these things that this woman told me she didn't wake up before her kids she was waking up with her kids and feeling chaos in the morning She knew self-care mattered, but it wasn't happening. Time was a pain point. Her energy was low later in the day. She had stress during bedtime. Her to-do list wasn't getting done. She was feeling a lot of guilt, and she just wanted to feel in more flow and in more rhythm. We've talked about some of the solutions to each of these. Now, I would add that... The solution to all of these together as a whole is to make mom life simple. And that's what we do in my coaching program, Mom's Life Made Simple. If you are resonating with a lot of these, I would love for my next phone call to be with you. Uh, schedule a call. Let's talk about what it would look like to work together and to work through some of these things in your mom life. You can do that by going to com forward slash coaching And let's have a conversation about your mom life. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here. And I want you to join us for the 2023 self-care challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So, to join the challenge, go to ChanelNielsen.com forward slash self care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.